Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Today we're going to be talking about abundance, abundance mindset, and how it is described. Abundance is defined as a very large quantity of something. That definition implies that it has to be a physical, tangible thing. But what we will talk about today is abundance mindset. Because an abundance mindset can create abundance in anything. It could be time, money, relationships, emotions, and success. When you say things like, there's not enough money, time, or resources, you're in scarcity mindset. Islam promotes abundance mindset. Charity is the prime example of that. When you are giving away something for the sake of Allah, you are in an abundance mindset. Charity forces a belief that I have enough. If you've had a belief that there isn't enough money, you could never create the action line of giving charity because the feeling line will always be scarcity. Scarcity is based on fear, the most common primal response. Fear of losing money, fear of not having enough, fear of not being able to survive if you give out your possessions. These primal responses continue to cause great influence in humans because they're automatic and difficult to identify. When you can't identify something, it's difficult to correct it. When we talk about abundance in terms of charity, it almost universally sounds like we're talking about money. Of course, money is one component, but it is not the whole picture. We all know the teaching of the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he told us to be charitable with our smiles. I'm talking about abundance in mindset. My business coach says when you elevate your mindset, everything else elevates with you. Why is that? It's because you create everything with your mind. Let's say you operate from a thought that there's too much competition in my field. That's exactly the result you'll create because your actions will be aligned with too much competition. In a case like that, you're most likely to engage in brain action, worrying about how much competition there actually is and gathering more evidence for it. Even if you do take some action, you're more likely to quit at the first sight of an obstacle, and you'll fail, because the underlying premise is that there's too much competition, therefore proving your thought. And brain will tell you, see, I told you, it's too much competition. Contrast that from an abundance mindset. You can say that there is the right customer out there for me. What can I create that the customer will value enough to pay me for it? Or as an employee, you can say, what value can I create to help me stand out from other employees? Or you also have a choice to think that nothing you do will get you noticed because the boss is just self-absorbed. You absolutely have the freedom to think that. But remember, that is the result you will create. Thoughts always create results that match the original thought. That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead of this scarcity mentality, ask yourself questions like, how can you provide value? How can you contribute despite of the circumstances? That leads you to an abundance mindset. This leads you to be creative, to identify problems that a customer might be facing or that your workplace might be facing. And that will lead you to provide solutions for that problem from your creativity. If whoever you're providing value to does not find value in your creativity, Come back to the drawing board and see how you can change your actions and thoughts to create something that is worthwhile to the other person. 
Instead of perceiving this as a failure, you can continue to recreate value. I'm sorry to say, but people are not interested in your passion about your business or your career or your education. They are only interested in what value you are bringing to the table. No matter how deeply you feel connected to your work, that is your formula, your state of being. No one will give you money for what you value. They will give you money for what they value. It's not about you. It's not personal. It's just about them. Money, in this sense, is a token of exchange of value. That's it. If I value time and you're going to provide me a service that will give me time, I will pay you money for it. If I value organic food and you will provide me that product, I will pay you money to get that value. Stop thinking of your business or your place of employment as you are taking money. You will always undersell yourself if you remain in that scarcity mindset. Always think of it as you are giving what's valuable. That giving abundance mindset will elevate your own self-worth and you are more likely to get the money you deserve for it. Giving value also does not mean hustle. If you're staying in the office until 8pm on a Friday while everyone else leaves at 5, it doesn't matter how much extra time you spend at the workplace. What did you create at the end of those extra hours? If you did not create more value than any other person, then you might as well have gone home, rested or worked out or spent time with your family. Always measure any chunk of time you spend by the value you create by the end of it. That will keep you from hustling. I am not a big fan of hustle. If you are always trying to meet deadlines, falling behind, worried, feeling rushed or always busy, you are not doing it right. Creating value does not mean any of that. You can be valuable to someone and feel relaxed and happy while doing it. Value is what other person perceives to be valuable, especially when you create a profitable exchange of money. You, on one hand, might think that your product or service is the most valuable in the world. But if the feedback that you're getting is telling you that it's not valuable to others, then renew your beliefs, redesign, rebrand, reinvest, and recreate your value. Keep going forward. Fail more and continue to learn until you've created the value that others want. Abundance Mindset says, I can create value any day of the week. I just have to keep an open mind about the research and development of my product and service. Scarcity Mindset says, Too many people are creating better value than me. People are not interested in this. I don't have anything valuable to offer. And then you quit on the first negative feedback that you get from your environment. You have to stop that. You have to perform mental hygiene on these garbage thoughts. Current media capitalizes on our primal response of fear and broadcasts what people pay attention to because of this fear. Media will broadcast only news on terrorism skewed against whoever they feel like targeting, robberies, natural disasters, anything that engages the human primal response of fear so they can actually pay attention to what the media outlet is saying so they can pay them money for it. This will lead to a human believing that we are living in a very bad time, creating scarcity. But perhaps we should slow down and question what we are being fed. Is that really true? Perhaps these are distortions of our mind. Peter Demandes, CEO of Zero Gravity Corporation, with medical degrees from Harvard Medical School, 
an engineer degree from MIT, also a serial entrepreneur, says that we're actually living in a most peaceful and the most abundant time in human history. Yes, we have species extinction, global warming, pandemic, but we also have the most advanced technology that humans have ever developed to be able to deal with these challenges. He is basically offering an abundance mindset. Energy is limited. Yes, all of that might be true, but what is also true is that we are utilizing more and more alternate and more sustainable forms of energy. Water is being polluted. Human beings will be fighting wars based on water availability. It might be true. We also have technology that we can drink water out of contaminated sources and continue to thrive. You might be thinking that this type of abundance mindset is just unrealistic. Since we are actually facing serious problems threatening to humanity, and I actually do agree that there are statistically significant proven serious problems, then what is the point of being an unrealistic abundant mindset? In other words, what's the point of me suggesting to turn the situation around, think abundantly about it, just so we can feel better about the situation? So again, you might be thinking that this is all unrealistic. But to that I say, based on that definition, everyone is acting on some unrealistic expectation. If everyone interprets reality based on their thoughts, then it is just their reality strictly. No one else's. So would you rather have unrealistic expectations that serve you or unrealistic expectations that don't serve you? The point I'm trying to make here is nothing good ever comes out of negative cognitions and expectations. You cannot solve the problems you're facing in the current world by scarcity mindset. If you're going to be making up expectations and experiences, might as well choose the cognitions that serve you. Choose abundance mindset that actually will get you the result. The glass is half full. Again, you're allowed to believe that the glass is half empty, but which one of these choices will serve you? Because the challenges that humanity will face will always be there, maybe of different types. Be mindful of the mindset, because that is the result you will create. Abundance mindset is what creates solutions. Bottom line, you can attempt to pound your way through life with a scarcity mindset, but it will be exhausting and not create any meaningful results. It will probably just barely create survival at the bare minimum, but we want to thrive. It's okay to believe that we have technology to create alternative fuel sources, wind, water, solar energy. And what I'm saying is that it's not only okay to believe that, it is recommended to believe that. Practice abundance mindset on purpose because the media will have you believing the scarcity mindset just so they could sell more news. The beautiful part about practicing all of this is that if it's not believable to you in the beginning, then just take small steps choosing different thoughts. The pandemic is horrible to we have a pandemic, to we have a pandemic in the 21st century, to we have the technology to stay connected in the pandemic in the 21st century. Staircase your way up to the highest, most abundant thought possible and spend time at each stair step to make it believable to you. Repeating these thoughts will make them automatic and subconscious that will eventually make them easy to access and will make that your new reality. Media, on the other hand, will scream bloody murder about all the inhumane things people are doing. But 
you'll be able to find evidence that we are living in the most peaceful, abundant time humankind has ever seen. Peter DeMantis, the same Harvard-MIT guy that I just mentioned, is also a co-founder of Singularity University, where he teaches most recent technology and how to overcome these human challenges. Humanity has always had challenges. We will always have them. That is one of the promises that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made to us. So I'm not negating their presence, but with abundance mindset, you can actually do something about these challenges. So one of the other skills you can practice to achieve abundance mindset is through elevating others with compliments. The accolades I listed above for Peter Diamandis, his contributions towards technology and education, elevate him in your mind. Elevating him, complimenting his achievements and hard work, do not hurt me in any way. If anything, it helps you see that I'm always building others up and it builds me up in your mind. It's a win-win situation. Islam promotes that by asking us to hide faults in others, especially our brothers and sisters in Islam, and promoting them in our minds by making dua for them. A hadith recorded by Abu Huraira, whoever conceals the faults of a Muslim, Allah will conceal his faults in this life and the hereafter. Another place recorded in Ahmad and Abu Daud, Prophet peace be upon him says, O gathering who believe with their tongues, but faith has yet to enter their hearts. Do not backbite the Muslims and do not search into their private matters. Whoever searches for their private matters will have Allah follow up on his private matters. And whose private matters Allah follows, he will expose him even if his acts were done in his house. For you to be searching in somebody else's private matters and to bring them down means that you have to be low yourself. For you to actively be working towards shaming somebody else's name, you have to be in scarcity mindset. If you are practicing abundant mindset, you will not have the time and the energy to bring someone else down. So listen to the Prophet, peace be upon him. In the Quran, Surah Nur, Ayah 19, Indeed, those who like that immorality should be spread or publicized among those who have believed will have a painful punishment in this world and the hereafter. And Allah knows and you do not know. So based on these teachings, we have to work on building each other up. We have to work on hiding others' faults. There are few exceptions to these rules, but in general, if we work to hide others' faults and build them up, it takes an abundance mindset from our part to be able to do that. That abundance mindset only benefits you. Scarcity mindset Finding faults with others, with the boss, with the system, with the world, only hurts you. Why, you might ask, then, are we stuck in scarcity? That is because it has become a memorized emotion. It is a primal fear-based response. And to actively combat that, we also have many teachings in Islam. Allah says, in many places, to give and you will be rewarded manyfold. The reward of charitable act is multiplied many folds. The reward of sending salawats on the Prophet is multiplied. The reward of hard work is multiplied. The reward of charity is multiplied. Surah Al-Hadid, Ayah 18 says, Verily who gives alms, be they men or women, and give a lot of beautiful loan shall be repaid after increasing it in many times, and theirs shall be a generous reward. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promoting abundance mentality because he knows this will help humanity create a successful life. You can be abundant and charitable with your smile, with your actions, with your compliments. You can literally practice abundance mindset with everything. But it becomes hard to do and hard to see when automatic programming is scarcity mindset. This is based on a fear-conditioned response of the primal brain. Our job then becomes to identify that primal response and to correct it. If we were conditioned into it, we can decondition ourselves as well. Allah urges actions of charity because when we act, we create more evidence that we can be abundant with our minds, with our possessions, money, our words, our behavior. All of this creates a mindset of abundance. Giving is an action that can only come from abundance. Giving value at your workplace, in your business, giving love to your family, giving compliments to your fellow humans, all of these acts of giving require abundance. Giving does not diminish you. Giving means you're already elevated to a level that you have something to contribute. In the formula, where circumstances lead to thinking, feeling, actions, and results, action line of giving that Islam emphasizes puts humans in the thinking line or feeling line of abundance. And all of this doesn't just apply to money. Money is of course a part of it, but not all of it. Practice abundance with your time, with your skills, with your attention, with your thoughts and feelings, emotions, with your words. If you have nothing else, just think positively about others. That will put you in a state of abundance. Making genuine dua for someone's prosperity is the best abundant mentality you can practice. Just imagine how many times you've read or heard someone say, Islam encourages giving. Making dua, hiding others' mistakes, charity, with money in your smile, you will find a lot of evidence for this. That's because these action items come from abundance and abundance creates success. With that, I will pray that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us recognize all of the abundance around us and be in gratitude for His blessings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from scarcity mindset and from living in fear. I make dua for you to genuinely prosper and benefit from all of the rewards that Allah promises you for your abundance. Please keep me in your duas as well. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.